Guys, we're, we're here today with Diplo and Dylan Francis. Everybody applaud. Yes. This is big. Yeah. Two ginormous Woo. DJs. Okay, first of all, Jay, you just asked. Well, I, do we call you Diplo or Wes? You can call me Wes. Wes. Okay, it's cool. such a thing in LA. Did you see that TikTok? It's like how girls in LA are. Like when someone brings up this dude, this has happened to me personally. Someone will bring Diplo up and they'll be like, oh, there's a party at Diplo's. And then someone will go, who? Oh, you mean Wes? And they'll just <laughs> fucking have to prove. Like there's always one person here that needs to prove that. Those girls are liars. But, uh, you know, <laughs> the thing that's funny is when I do a show, people that only read my Wikipedia page, my first name is actually Thomas. They're like, Thomas, Thomas. They run out to my car or something after the show. They're like, Thomas. I'm like, what? Is my mom here or something? I don't know who that, who's Thomas. So but. people will try to prove to you that they're Yeah, that they really know me. Like, they know my first name, but I'm like, no, like, who, who is that? We always talk about this. We always talk about um, Diplo in some way. And you always say, he has no idea who you are. And I always yeah. think that too. I'm like, I'm like, do you know, Diplo, who, do you know is? who I am? No, I, you were. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you can't, he came, I met you at the well, backstage one day and you were like, I thought you were just Dylan's friend, your camera. Well, I am Dylan's friend. Yes, yeah, so that's all I knew. And I never really met you properly until, I think we just met tonight, actually. Met, <laughs> yeah, met. I, I'm pretty sure that this is the first no. time you actually are kind of <laughs> meeting. Never, like, meeting. For no, real. I was doing like an interview, like at the AMAs, like on the red carpet. And he came up behind me and like to say hello. And Natalie, I think, or somebody was with me and she was like, you know Diplo? And I was like, I don't think I do. <laughs> yeah. And I honestly don't think he knows me either. And then I told you about that. And I think, I think he's just like oh yeah i remember that guy's hair <laughs> no, I, literally just thought it was like, I always thought you were just dylan's like really happy friend with a cool hair and i now i'm like you have a house and stuff and like podcast and i was like i thought we were gonna like, i thought you ordered pizza or something for i was just gonna hang out with this friend i didn't know it was like cameras yeah. no yeah i always thought that i was like just some sort of like made up like figment of diplo's imagination like he sees me in, at parties and stuff you are like a spirit though it's like you just are like i don't know you're everywhere but that's how I feel like you are. You're ever. I watch your Insta stories, and it, I can't tell what location you're in because we were just trying to see, for, especially to do the podcast. Where it was? You have stories from like nine different countries going up at the same day. I did a lot of traveling today. Yeah, I was in. in Moscow. Yeah, a couple places. I read that you used to work at Subway, right? I did. Yeah. And you would get mugged there. Lots of times. And what do you mean you got mugged? How did that work? The Subway I worked at in Orlando was open till like four a.m. So if you want to rob someplace, it's the only place to rob. Like after clubs got out or whatever. So we got robbed a couple of times. And then eventually I just started like locking myself in the freezer. <laughs> and then like, so like I was like, whatever happens out here now? Like, you know, I never had a gun. People just like came in like, yo, give me your money. I was like, all right. And I never saw like a, a weapon or anything, but I, we got robbed twice. Oh, you never? Oh, so they're probably. Those cameras like, well, they're not going to th think I stole it because they see someone came in here, but I just gave. Someone came money. in and was like, give me all your money. Yeah. There was no threat. You didn't see a knife or a yeah. gun. And you're just like, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> Who, who's gonna, who else is going to say that? Like, I don't know. I'm not going to say, like, no. I mean, they were like, I think they probably would have hurt me, but I just, right. I, I didn't, yeah. I, it wasn't my money. Did you ever steal from that subway? I stole so much shit from them. <laughs> so in the end, just... my real racket was that, like, I didn't steal money because I don't want to go to jail, but I stole, back in the day, Subway had this thing called Sub Club Cards. Does anybody um, remember that? So whenever you eat at Subway, they give you a little stamp that says, like, oh, you got a foot long. So eventually, <laughs> oh, if, you yeah. eat, if, you had, if you got eight, you get a free foot long. Yeah. Uh, so I, I stole the entire roll of those things one day because they just, it just came in the back, like in the mail. I was like, no, they didn't, no one hooked this up to the thing. So I just took it in my pocket and I left. And that, that summer, I was like 18. I ate Subway like every day. I was hitchhiking across the world. I had like every Subway club. I was like, wherever I go, I get free drink and free Subway and chips everywhere I went. So I had like nothing but Subway 
for an entire summer, I ate like free food and I was like hitchhiking and just being like a total punk. Why were you hitchhiking? Just to hit as many subways as you can? Yeah, just to see the like, whole subway <laughs> tour of the world. No, but I was like a little like, I was like, when I was like in high school, I was just like a little graffiti punk traveling guy. I didn't have much money. I just like traveled a lot and just like hitchhiked. I went to a thing called Rainbow Gathering, which is like Burning Man for like homeless people. And, right. Like, <laughs> Just went out there and I like hitchhiked. Wait, sorry. There. I just said right. What did you say? <laughs> right. Burning Man for homeless people. Oh, okay. Well, well what, what did you call it? It was called Rainbow Gathering. It still happens. Rainbow Gathering. It's like a total like hippie Burning festival. You just, you just go there and just like live and eat pancakes and like make food in the woods. And that was where you were heading? Yeah, I was like, going to that. <laughs> I went to that. And I came back and I like hitchhiked and I went to like Nashville. I just It was hard to like hitchhike actually. This was so. 18 or this was last year? This is last year, actually. This is during COVID. <laughs> this is during COVID. <laughs> I want to do a tour of the whole world. <laughs> you guys are both always on the road. Is there a fast food place that you guys go to that that prevails over anything? Is there like like when you land in Dubai and you're like, no fucking way, they have a Sharkies here. <laughs> is there anything specific? <laughs> I would That's love like, that. Damn, if they had a Sharkies, that would be sick. You go to Dubai often? Uh, I've been there one time. Has there ever been a situation where someone's like, someone like a sheik has flown you out just for a very specific thing, like just for somebody's like. 14th birthday in Dubai, and the money's fucking like oil money, ridiculous money. Did you? I played a couple like bar mitzvahs and sweet 16s. Like I did that. that. I did that too. Bar mitzvahs? Bar mitzvahs are popping. <laughs> yeah. Is, like, do you prefer bar mitzvah or Coachella? Bar mitzvah, by far. It's I don't insane. know what the fuck this guy's talking about. <laughs> what no, I've been to some pretty like high end bar mitzvahs, but uh, I'm Yo, also from like South Florida, so I went to What a lot bar, of bar mitzvah, mitzvah did you play? Because the last one that I played was in Chicago, and mention. the kids did not give a fuck about me. <laughs> no, they put they, me up in this rafter, <laughs> and then they had this they MC it. guy doing like the the Habanagila. I hook you up my bar mitzvah guy. I'll get you some. Yeah, yeah, good did they give you a big intro? Yeah, they did, and the kids were like, Pfft. Fuck. Well, why did the, why did the, why did the parents choose you? Were the kids fans of you? Well, or was it just this is a I, this is a bad idea that I had. I ha- I used to have this website where like you could pay oh, me this to is become, a great story. Yeah, you could pay me to become a vegan for a year, um, <laughs> or you could pay me to do like. Wait, the, you used to have a website where you could pay me to do just your, you, just me. Oh, what was it your, called? It was called uh, my website, dylanfrancis.com. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> where you could pay me to be a vegan. You could pay me to do your taxes, which I would probably fuck up. Um, and a bunch of other stuff, but I had on my website, like I'll play your bar mitzvah for 10 grand. And at, we forgot to update the website when, <laughs> when like, you got there. yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden this kid from Chicago, this, this, these like parents from Chicago that like owned a casino were like, Oh, this is great. Let's so book steal. him. So book and me. he'll do my taxes for an additional two. <laughs> they did. They did. <laughs> Wait, what are the other options? There was, I would chug uh, a gallon of milk in one minute. Oh, this is like that website where you can get people to do random things. Yeah. We, we but were it was just Dylan Francis. It was just me. <laughs> only him. <though. laughs> it was only me. It was like Cameo, but he's the only person like, on all, there. All, all the money we would give, like we would give to, um, what's it called? We would give to charity afterwards. So How was that Fortnite concert you guys did? We did the Fortnite concert, and then I'm like, I have a TikTok account, and whenever I post something on TikTok, most of my comments we're, we're are like, Fortnite guys. "Hey, Fortnite guys, back on here again." I'm like, I'm like, I'm Both like, of guys, us. I really like had a career before Fortnite. Like I did, I Grammys, whatever. They're like, Fortnite guy, what's up, Fortnite guy? I'm like, that's the only thing that happens to us on TikTok. Nobody knows us for being yeah, DJs like on Fortnite TikTok. Guy. I'm either David Dobrik's friend, Dancing Queen DJ guy, Fortnite guy. Did you actually get the Dancing Queen thing? Yeah, at shows. There was recently when I went to a, a Chipotle. There's this lady. Was, well, hold on, hold on. <laughs> it, it just goes back to you because she was looking at me. And she goes, "Oh, you look familiar." And I'm like, uh, "Maybe." And she's like, "I don't know." What Fortnite? Hold on, hold on. David Dobrik. Yeah. I'm like, "What? How?" <laughs> I had a mask on too. Right, right. She's like, right. yeah, you hang out with David Dobrik. You're that DJ guy from yeah. David Dobrik's vlog. Wow. David's friend. 
Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, I'm David's friend. Does that feel shitty? To no, be like I actually cool... appreciate that I'm known for so many stupid random things. Right, right, right. I ah. have five of those things. Ah, you did my Fortnite taxes. guy, David Dobrik guy, <laughs> dancing queen DJ guy, Diplo's friend. I'm not even David Dobrik's friend. I'm just Fortnite guy, so it's not <laughs> kind of sucks. Well, really. you're getting closer, bro. The fact that you're here and you found out that I'm a legitimate human I is like, like, wow, it's not, it's not an AI. <laughs> <laughs> I thought just... you were NFT for so long. I don't know. <laughs> 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 I know you guys do like New Year's shows and stuff. How does that work? What's the most amount of shows you've West done? Wes wins this one. Yeah, you can do multiple shows. Explain that. How does that work? I did one show. New Year's, you always do like two, sometimes maybe three if you're, if you're crazy. But Wait, Yeah, I've done three. I did one tour. It's called Trap Hawk Down. It was, it was in, so good. It was in like East Coast. It was a helicopter tour. And I started in Baltimore at like 4 p.m. Then I think I played two shows in Philly, like a one underage party, then like a at a shoe store. Then I flew to Atlantic City like at like midnight and I played this like casino there. Then I flew to New York and played this like 5 a.m. show. So I did five shows what the in different fuck? cities in one day. What did you, you play? You, you've done it? I've done like New York to L.A. You'll do like a 10 o'clock show in New York mm-hmm. and then you'll do the midnight show in L.A. Yeah. And then you'll do an after party. You can't barely get that. That's like I'm doing the logistics because you, you have to go. You have to think about this. You get off stage at like 10 o'clock in New York. You have to drive. 40, 30 minutes to like uh, a place or a helicopter to, to right. a, a private jet. To whatever, you a private jet. It. Then you take a private jet to LA. <laughs> then you still have to take that. And LA traffic is crazy. Nice plane. LA traffic during. Or, during or a helicopter. Years, you, get, you get, uh, you get, a, you get like a, seven a police hours escort, from, okay? Yeah. You know the drill. <laughs> you get police escorts? Yeah, we do. Every time. <laughs> we used to. Yeah. <laughs> Before Fortnite. Not in America. You get, you get police escorts in some places, but like not America is not that easy. Yeah. Oh, so it's easy, it's better to perform in other countries because they give you like better service. But I've got a, poli- no, I mean, I got a police escort in San Diego when I played. San Diego is different. Yeah, but like, when, anybody can get police escort in San Diego. When you play the, su- <laughs> I got a police escort in the subway in San Diego once. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I just dropped like six dollars. Like, can you take me there? We were also uh, talking about like there's also when you're when you're at like a club you have uh, where is it at the at the win win yeah. So they, they have this thing where you can buy certain packages. Like you can get a lot of chicken tenders. You can get champagne. And you can also meet the DJ. Yeah. And it's like $50,000 yeah. just to do all that. Are, yeah. are those packages throughout like every country or every place? No, I think it's only Vegas, right? Oh, that's I okay. mean, sometimes someone will come to be like, hey, you want to meet the DJ? I'm like, no. They're like, what? Got the money, you want me to do? I was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> it's like under the table. The Vegas one's probably on the menu because there's a menu for you know. Yeah, it's like literally on the menu. Fifty thousand dollars for a bottle of yeah. champagne yeah. and to shake Dylan Francis's hand, and you've gotten it once. I think it one time. Yeah, that's pretty fucking sick. Yeah, you better have fucking made that dude's day. I did. I, I sucked him off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was like that was fifty five thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, I got an extra five grand. Out you of throw it. an extra five. <laughs> I, I, you know, I don't want to get into this, but there, there, there are a few DJs, uh, Dylan, that you told me that you have beef with. Um, oh, David, don't. Uh, don't yes. bring this up? No. David, get a... Um, oh, no. A different game? David, get a... Um, get one of the... David, get a... What? The... Um, <laughs> yes? What? David, get a... Uh, David, get a... Uh, oh, David, get a... Uh, do you guys actually have beef with him? Because then I don't want to put it in. I mean, no, I don't. I don't give a shit. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Dylan had the weirdest beef with him that he didn't understand. Baby, <laughs> oh, you did have beef with no, him. No, but Dylan targeted him for some weird reason, and <laughs> what the did guy you was like do? so. Co- targeted him. But he was so confused by Dylan like making fun of him. He was okay. like, Look what, this We what had this whole joke planned for David Guetta because it was perfect, and then I didn't know you actually had fucking yeah, beef, yeah, with had beef with him. <laughs> so, you had beef with a lot of people? No, 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 not oh. that many. 
I think just David Guetta. <laughs> it was, a weird, it was, weird, it was the best. It was the best beef ever. So David Guetta posted this video. I hope you can find it. It's David Guetta standing in the Shibuya crossing, just looking at the camera for 45 seconds. And during this time, this was when Black Beetles like mannequin challenge was oh, yeah. happening. So I took the video and I put Black Beetles to it and I wrote this huge Instagram post where I was like, I don't know what the fuck David Guetta is doing standing in Shibuya Cross staring at a camera without Black Beetles playing. I, it must be that he forgot to put the song on or he grabbed the wrong MP4 oh, file. So it wasn't even bad. No, it was just me. You were helping him out. I, so, yeah, and then but then he went in and... <laughs> He just like went immediately to money and like views and was like, hey man, well, I have 600K views on my video and you only have this amount. <laughs> and then I went and was like, well, actually, you have like 6.4 million followers. I have one point something at this time. And if I have 200K and you have 600K, I actually have more views than you. My engagement is better. <laughs> yeah, my <laughs> So you have actual social media beef with David Guetta. Yes. Oh, fuck. Well, my bad. I didn't mean to bring that <laughs> Do up. Do most DJs take themselves seriously? You guys are fun. but I think David Guetta did not understand what I was doing right. at all. I did shake his hand one t like afterwards. Uh -huh. he, did, he was not. He said, well, it's actually the best quote that he said to me. He goes, next time you're going to make fun of me, Text me. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's good policy. <laughs> so good. Pretty good policy. All right, David, I'm posting something that's really going to make fun of you today. Cool. Yes, very cool, Dylan. <laughs> I mean, most of the DJs take themselves way too seriously. Way too seriously. Like, it's kind of like we're, we're, we're like lucky to be up there and like have fun DJing yeah. in yeah. the travel but, world. So I'm like, why are you guys, why are you guys so like, so like crazy with it? But um, most of them are like fun. Like TSO. Yeah, the, uh, TSO is one of the best. I have some weird beefs with people, but honestly, like I, the, if, you st if you're in this game that long and you know all the DJs, you, you all become friends. Right. You know who's like, they're all like, for me, they're like different like Mortal Kombat characters. <laughs> like they're all like special. Like this guy's from Holland and he does like this. This guy's like Korean. It's like just like, kind of like, it's like WWE at this point. I love them all. Remember when we went to Vegas with Dylan? Oh yeah, I remember. That was fucking really cool. Yeah, it was the best. But but, but he, he was on the fourth floor, bro. I thought he was on Penthouse Suite. I will never forget this. Oh yeah. Where well, do you stay when you stay at a hotel? Top level or bottom floor? I mean, I, they kind of give me whatever room. On that, the, the, oh. the suite. Every, every, I, I, dude, I thought, like, when Dylan first invited me, I was like, this is going to be fucking insane. And it's literally, it was just me and him hanging out in his hotel room. And I still had to ask for permission to eat the cashews. Like, it was like, there, there was nothing about it that was like. Well, this, first like, of all, he flew southwest. We did fly southwest. We did, we which, did, we and, did. and I was which like. Which was nice. Which, we, like, we fly southwest, which is great. And then Dylan was with us. Like, oh, Dylan must just be, like, chilling with us. I like, thought he was doing that for us. I initially. thought he was doing it for us, too. Yeah, yeah. So no, he was I, like, no, I always fly southwest. <laughs> no, we're, we're, just, we're just cheap. <laughs> Dude, it's the best flight. At the end of the day, we're like, you know, the southwest flight, it goes from, what, Burbank straight to Vegas? Yeah. It's always on time. If you get and a jet it from. Is, it is the great. jets always on time. aren't on time. And oh. also, a lot of the times, there's nobody in those. Yeah. Right, yeah. so, so it's it's kind of like look you at have this. a private airline if, for like if five dollars. If, <laughs> if we could choose to like go on Southwest for like one hundred and fifty bucks or pay fifteen thousand dollars for round trip, which is probably longer. Right, that's like my kids like you know a year of college. Like what? What's yeah. the point of like going on a jet if you don't have to? I didn't know I was gonna hear all this financial stuff from you. It's like, I mean, <laughs> I'm feeling a lot more responsible. I should have been calling you about my my stock yeah, portfolio you, before AMC. You should have hit me up. <laughs> I, think, I, I could have hooked you up. True, no, no true. but then okay, the flight was one thing, but then but then when we got to the hotel. Like I, nice I, room. Nice room. Very yeah, nice room. Great but I chicken tenders. I remember we got in the elevator and I saw the buttons. I saw 50 floors oh, and yeah. I was like, we're fucking going all the way up. 
<laughs> we deserve this. Like I vlog hard. Let's do this, bitch. And and then he hits four. And I thought I thought I thought maybe he was getting his tour manager to be like, "We're here, come on up." But no, we went in, and that was his room. And it was cool. It was like a suite. Nice um, but it was like you know. It was just it was it was a room. It was not the Dylan Francis at the Encore yeah. DJing here once a week residency. Yeah. Like I literally thought it was gonna be bottle service when you walk in. But you made a good point why you choose the fourth floor. It's it's the closest to being able to get downstairs. <laughs> it's fucking it's like sensible DJ. It yeah. makes sense. Because when you're on like the fiftieth floor of those things, you're fucking stopping at every floor. And those elevators take so long when it's like prime time hours. Sensible DJ. And you wanna is... you wanna be away from people in the elevator as much as possible. Because yeah. right. you don't know they're gonna be like, Wait, is that Dylan Francis? And then you're like yeah. 40 floors with this guy. like, And then they'll follow you to your room. <laughs> yeah, I've had people like, knocking on my room and be like, yo, we know you're in there. Come party with us across the way. <laughs> like, Get no, low. please. We read this about you, Wes. Is it true that you can't watch TV unless you – am I reading this wrong? On it? No, no. Is that true? <laughs> yeah, I only watch – Episodes that I've appeared on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, because I, I read somewhere that you can't watch TV unless you watch at least two hours of Sesame Street. That's I don't know. That's I think you I think you mixed up two things right there. <laughs> <laughs> like what somehow like, Wes watching TV. Were you on an like, episode what? of Sesame no, no, Street? No, no, that was when I was younger. <laughs> I think that's a Dylan note. Oh, is this a Dylan, Dylan note? Like, yeah, that was when oh, I was uh, when I was younger. I, could, I had to watch an hour of Sesame Street to watch regular to be able to watch regular <laughs> so TV. It was a real note. It was a, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were talking about like that's the stupidest note ever, but you were just claiming it as your. Yeah, yeah, no, that's mine. Wait, what is it? That was when I was younger. It's not right now. I don't have to do that anymore. I don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> Sorry, our notes aren't up to date. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. This is this is a good one too. Le- the least amount of effort you've given during a show. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Um, this is actually pretty bad. But there's a reason for why I gave such little effort. So I had flown from India that day to Australia. We had to drive to the venue that was out in this on this fucking like cliff. Right. And uh, my set time got pushed back like five hours, oh, and I was so tired. So on stage, I was playing for thirty minutes. Like the sound was fucked up. I just, I dude, I was literally just like playing things, and I just remember walking off stage, and I was like, Mike, I'm not playing anymore. I'm sorry. I didn't even say bye to the crowd or anything. It was really fucked up on my part, and it was really windy too. So I think it was affecting a lot of people that were like trying to have a good time. You're blaming it on the wind. Yeah, I think the wind was mainly. <laughs> if, you lose, if you lose, if you lose the vibes, of the crowd, it's really hard to get it back. Like on stage, yeah. like there's not one. It's like a comedian. Not if, you, if it's not going good, you're just like, the yeah. Next joke works, and it's like kind of hard to like. It's interactive all the time. But how often do you lose the crowd? Like per year, if you have, let's say you have a hundred shows, which I know you have more, but per hundred shows, how many times do you lose the crowd? At this point, I don't really. I mean, if people come to my shows, they're gonna kind of come, like they're gonna take whatever the fuck I give them. Like, I'm like, I'm like, this is my thing. Old McDonald had a yeah, you know, I love that song, big big tune. But um, (laughs) big tune, big tune. If there's a if there's a technical problem, that sucks, you know. And if you're doing 300 shows a year, you might have like three or four. Like I did a show in Nigeria once, raining outside, and everything was shorting. All the plugs are shorting. I go on stage and I'm like, okay, I'm playing my big record. This is a Jackie record. And I was like playing this piano intro, everything going crazy. And I go jumping on the stage, going crazy. And only the monitors are playing. Like the speakers aren't oh playing. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> oh, no. So I'm just like, I'm like, this girl's not feeling me. Fuck it, I'm going to go. And then like, I'm like just going there. I'm like, gee, this sucks. And then they come, they come and just turn me down. Like, yo, just wait, wait a minute. Because like, we got to fix it. <laughs> and I'm like, but the mic works. So I'm like, what's going on here? So I'm like, okay. I walk a little back, but the crowd's like there, like the kind of people leaving because it's raining. I'm like, this sucks. And then I get on the mic. I'm just like, hey, guys, 
I started telling jokes or whatever. <laughs> like, I'm telling, and at the moment, like, Big Brother Nigeria was, like, a really big show. And this guy's like, tell some jokes about Big Brother Nigeria. So I was like, I don't know anything about this. <laughs> but he's like, do this joke. I was like, okay. So I did, like, a little stand-up for, like, five minutes, like, about Big Brother in Nigeria. And um, the crowd kind of laughs a little bit, whatever. And then slowly they kind of walk away. <laughs> but it was then, – like, then finally it does plug in. Out of 2,000, maybe 100 people are still left at the end. I did do a show and I was wait, like, wait, wait. Out of the 2,000, 100 people are left? Because it's like 30 minutes and it's raining. People are not going to stay for a show. By the way, that happened to me at one of his festivals as well, the Maddie's and Block Party, where I did the exact same thing where the monitors were on and you just fucking go so hard on the first song yeah. you're playing. And it's the most embarrassing thing possible. Imagine like it you, so, and it's just some guy dancing on stage with no audio, just like going crazy yeah. by himself. That's what and you look every, like. It's just every this mic is, is working, you just hear yourself breathing. Yeah. <laughs> it's so sad to look down and just see faces of just like... Yeah, this, if people aren't moving, it's like, if you're so in the moment, you're like... And you can't tell, right? Because your speakers are so loud. Yeah, working. my speakers yeah. are so loud. So then, and then someone had to come over and be like, yo, main speakers yeah. are on and I was like are you fucking like what the fuck is happening how is it possible that's like the worst it's so bad and then I've also noticed that like different crowds will come in to like different shows yeah and you'll have to like change your music style just for that crowd that's coming in so it'll be like a football team it'll be more like yeah. pump up stuff or oh, whatever yeah. I had to do a show yeah. I did uh, when the Eagles won the Super Bowl I'm a big Eagles fan it was like three years ago in Minnesota and I got booked like last minute to do the Super Bowl after party. It was me and Cardi B, and I was in Pakistan. I was doing a show there, and I had to fly from Pakistan <laughs> Dude, this is to Minneapolis insane. and back to India because I had a show the next day. But I went there, and I'm like playing like randomly hip hop records for all the football players. And then the owner of the club's like, "Can you play Tom Petty?" I won't, I won't back down. I was like, all right. Yeah. So I was like, you play all every like all the all football players like going crazy. Little Uzi verse playing Cardi B. I was like, all right. Yeah. But I'm just like, I had to go back and forth to like classic rock. Holy fuck. To that, Mill. That's, like. that's, that's funny. Like, you guys are artists, but at the same time, someone can be like, hey, that's the DJ. Tell him to yeah. switch the tunes up. But at this party, I'm not the headliner. It's the Eagles. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm making everybody happy. I'm so happy that they won the Super Bowl. This is like a rare event. Right, where so you it's have, their day. Also, we're, at the end of the day, we're DJs. Like, I'm, I'm happy to present my music and play records and make everybody happy and, and yeah. enjoy my content. But at the same time, I want to, we're like we vibrators. Party. Yeah. We want people to be crazy. If, if the situation's not good, me and him are both DJs at the bottom and we're just like, we can do, we can figure it out. We can figure out the puzzle. Right. Yeah. Everybody happy at one point. I know how to play Black Eyed Peas. I can do it. That's, that's, <laughs> it's going to work. Do, do, you, do you guys hate when people come up to you and like ask you to play specific songs? If it's a bad song. Yeah, I hate that. If it's a good song, then I'll be like, oh, fuck yeah, I'll do that. That happens every show. There has to be like a drunk dude or a drunk girl coming up. And well, yeah. Like, ever since like the phone, the the Chiron thing, uh, has people come out, will put it on their yeah. phones. Yeah, they'll be like, "Play Dancing Queen." <laughs> <laughs> That's not my song. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, because all the TikTok records are so big. By the time we get back to the clubs, I don't think people know who those records are, though. They're, like, there's songs that are 15 seconds. Yeah, play that TikTok. Like, play, play the one with the dance with. The, I'm like, what is, what is you're, this? You're, there's like no one play knows this, this one. Nobody knows, <laughs> knows who the songs are or what they are, so it's going to yeah, be a little bit awkward to figure out. Like, your sets are going to be three minutes long. Yeah. You're just going to go through the TikTok playlist. <laughs> are you guys good car DJs? I know it's stupid, but are you? No. Awful. Oh. I feel like people would love if you gave your Spotify playlist up. I would follow you. I love I love seeing people's playlists. Dude, he just found out who I was today. And he's already I know. I'm already you. about your playlist. I'd rather follow you on Spotify than any other media. I think that means so much uh, more to people. Like, Because that's like what you put your heart into. Like, oh, what makes you like happy in a club or whatever? I meet people all the time. What makes you happy in the club? I'm, like, I'm, I'm saying I meet people all the time. I'm like, Molly. actually follow people's Spotify. I'm, I like I check that. I check what they listen to. Like, really? What playing. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Okay. Well, yeah, I'll go up there so my Spotify. Them, I'm just saying I would follow it. You like Portugal the Man? 
I love Portugal the Man. Great. That's five, five, like fucking three songs on there with Portugal the Man. All right. Well, then I only know one of their songs, but they're homies of mine. But I was trying to make a song with them before COVID hit. They're not even from Portugal. They're from Alaska. No, they're, no, they're from Seattle, I thought. One of them's from Seattle. Alaska. Really? Yeah, they're from Alaska. Anchorage? No. Somewhere, aren't they? Maybe they're not real people. Maybe they're also. Are NFTs. they even real guys? <laughs> <laughs> Dylan used to have a festival I think they're in NFTs. Alaska called Delaska. <laughs> no, you didn't. Yeah, yeah he did. did. He had two of them. It was, like, it was his own festival. <laughs> Wait, what? I don't know why. I just like one day I called my booking agent. I go, yo, I want to play in Alaska. I just need to see it. And that shit just happens? Yeah, he's like, yeah. yo, I got you. And it, and was the, cra- it looked crazy. Yo, it was it wild. Because everyone's like, yo, we don't get any artists up here. Like, thank you so much oh, for that's doing the this. Best. It okay. was amazing. How many people showed up? I think the first one Seven. was like probably, t- no, 10. I think we, we, we bumped it up a little bit. I swear to God. I'm not even joking either. It wasn't like a crazy amount, but then the next one got bigger. But everybody I, was fucking feeling it. Cause yeah, but then everyone started copying me. Does that? I did, I did one too after that. You did yeah. one in Alaska too? Yeah, I did, a, I did a Madison Block Party Alaska. But the best thing is they have a strip club there called the uh, Alaskan Bush Company. And it's, it's like a 100-year-old strip club. And it was like the craziest strip club I've ever been to. They have like people... Burlesque shows in like an old tub, like it's like pioneer stripper. Club. Right, right, right. Like OG strippers. So wait, what's the, what's the most amount of people you guys have played to? I played in Havana for like two million people. Yeah, he beat Why? me. Major Laser. Yeah, because they did they did the, the first show in Cuba. You did the first show in Cuba. There's a documentary. It was actually about the second it. one because Rolling Stones played before us, but we had a bigger audience than yeah, Rolling he Stones. Did. It's so sick to watch. Wow. Oh what's my god! Called? It's called Give Me Future about wow. like about just kind of like young people in Cuba. And two Dealing, million people showed up. Yeah, oh, free show in the streets. That's fucking insane. It's the, the documentary is great because it talks about how everybody has access to information, but there's no internet in Cuba. So people trade USBs full of information. Like, don't there's you have like to go to a distributor. park to go no, on No, a guy the goes to like your, your house and gives you this USB and you, and you share it like every week. It's a new, new USB. With Wait, new I'm music. sorry. Did you say there's no internet in Cuba? For a majority of people, there's no internet, yeah. News, someone will go write a bunch of things on a USB. They'll be like, Diplo's coming to town. No, they aggregate weeks. it from like America or Europe and Spain and they just put all this stuff on one USB and they trade it. How did Cuba promote yeah. that? Was that like the biggest thing in Cuba well, ever? We had we had a big fan base there because our records were kind of you know they were sort of like Caribbean reggaeton influence, but the government liked our records, so they actually promoted it on the radio because our records were about positivity. Like our big record was "Lean On" and "Light It Up." They were they were records that didn't have any curse words, and it was kind of like conservative country. But so they helped us make the show together, and we were like not very. They, we knew they knew we weren't going to say anything stupid on stage, and everybody loved it. Oh my god! I just I I I studied Spanish for two weeks to try to like talk to people, and I was just like, "Uno dos, fucking jump!" And I was like, "Uno dos." Yeah, I was like, if people were like, "All right, whatever." Um, That's all the time we have for Dylan Diplo. I'm gonna leave all their shit linked in the description below, including new Diplo masks out now. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's only three of them, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Natalie, you have some news uh-huh. for the entire world. Natalie's yeah. been super stoked to share. Jay, I don't know if you know this. I've known this I don't for, think so. I've known this for a couple. This is like Natalie's biggest announcement she's ever had. The way things have been going for Natalie, I can't imagine. Like, it could be. It rhymes with tight house. Oh, wait. That sounds like hype house. I meant to say the White House. Oh. Either way, it'd be big news. So what's the news? Okay. Well, should I put my phone up? Sure. Can I guess? Yeah. No, 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 no. Just let me say Pregnant. it. No. Why Getting married. Why'd you, make that, why'd you make that face? Like, it's gross. Because everybody, every time I tell anybody that this news, I'm like, I have something really amazing. They're like, you're pregnant or you're married. They look at my hand for a fucking ring. I'm like, no. Okay, so no pregnancy, no marriage. I would not come on the Views podcast like this and be like, I'm pregnant. Wow. Yeah, you would. <laughs> Wouldn't you? 
Wait, where would you where? go? Where Wait, what? You'd go somewhere else <laughs> for the asshole? announcement? How could you not come here? Were you going to go Fallon? <laughs> what, what the fuck are you saying? You gotta, yeah. I wouldn't go on my boss's fucking <laughs> podcast show that he cares about deeply. I'd go with the news somewhere else. It really hurts, That's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. That's what I meant. I'm okay, to go. Okay. What's the news? I am in Sports Illustrated Swim 2021. No. <laughs> no way. Isn't that yeah. sick? Congratulations, Natalie. Thank you. That, that's my assistant. <laughs> you had nothing to do with it. <laughs> Natalie, that's amazing. Yeah, it's really cool. Oh, it's, my God. She got asked to do it um, a couple months ago, mm-hmm. and she told me, and I was like, Cool. I had no he idea had what no it was. no idea. I didn't I know like, what it was. And then she explained it. She's like, there's only there's only one issue of these. A year. A year. You've never heard of the swimsuit issue? No, I have. But oh. I, I thought they came out every month. I was like, oh, you're oh. You did, like they chose you. I was like, she's going to be in a collage full of other people that they like found off Instagram. But like, <laughs> no, they flew her out to Miami to do a full-blown fucking shoot for this. Wow. It was the most amazing experience ever, ever, ever in my entire life. So proud of you. Yeah, it was really cool. And yeah. it was just like so like – Impact like I've I've never I've never done a photo shoot like that ever before in my life. Obviously, like mm-hmm. I like model on my Instagram uh-huh. or whatever, but like I've never actually modeled, never done like a photo shoot professionally. And it was so cool. I had a whole like like it was like twenty people, police cars, like it was Wait, 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 police cars. You had a police escort? Yeah, they're well not an wait, escort. You had but a they, police escort? They just had like two police cars like following us everywhere so that no one would like bother us on the set. Wow. And like if people Because you're so hot, people would just come up to you. Like what is the <laughs> Well what they're is the very fear? the issue only comes out once a year, so they're very like everything is very top secret. Like I haven't even been able to see a photo until literally an hour before Dude, this right now. This girl is going to a local college in Vernon Hills <laughs> studying <laughs> plant biology. Remember when she was like, I don't know if I want this job. <laughs> <laughs> and then David walked out of the room and I pulled her aside and I was like, you're crazy. Well, we should do it. Okay, so you, you haven't – she hasn't shown me a picture yet. Okay. I haven't shown anybody the final, like, images. Was it hard to, like, be photographed? Because I, I know for me, if I got the swimsuit issue – Were you trying to say, was it hard to look sexy? <laughs> no, no, no. I, no, I, I, I know if I was, like, being photographed – anytime, even when we took merch photos the other day, I am really uncomfortable – Right. You know, like, was that hard or were you good with it? Well, I was very, very nervous. I think you guys have two different body types. <laughs> I think, uh, <laughs> I think it's a little, yeah, I think it's a little easier for Natalie. <laughs> well, I'm sure it's easier for her, but still, you know, she, I would like get in my head or like, you know, like having to pose. Did they make you do the thing I've heard about these swimsuit uh, things is actually really hard. Like you have to like be in the water and like, oh, it was it's super... hard to pose. And now they can't swim. It's crazy that like <laughs> that, it's, <laughs> shut up. Yeah. No, it's crazy that that was like my first experience because it was right. like all in. Like this is like yeah. world renowned photographer and team and all this stuff. And like, yeah, I'm like in the water, like crawling out of it all sexy. How many pictures did you guys take in total? Thousands. Okay. And this is the one that you're, you're the one you're about to show us. This, the one I'm about to show you is just the announce. So tomorrow, or it gets announced this week. Okay. And this is the announcement photo. They're only releasing one image. I, I shot in like 16 different bikinis from like 4 a.m. until 4 p.m. that Jesus day. Christ. It was crazy. It was so intense. But I was like just going on adrenaline. It was awesome. Anyway. Where did you change? I know it's a stupid question. They, had, they brought a little changing tent like right on the beach and they would hold it up around me. And did I would just change. Did anyone recognize you from the videos? Yeah, 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 yeah. What did they say? They say there was like, like, yeah, there was like girls who were like, go Natalie. And I was just like, uh, you know, whatever. Oh, that's <laughs> all right. Can we see the picture? Natalie's texted it to all of us. I haven't texted it yet officially. Okay. Okay. Natalie, Natalie texted us. I'm opening in three, <laughs> two, one. Open it. Whoa, Natalie. Whoa. What the fuck? I know. Oh my Lord, Natalie. This doesn't look like you. This, I mean, it looks like you. Oh, my God. 
but it's like the most ultimate sexy hot version of me, which is like not a version of me ever. You look so good, Nye. Notable good alumni from Lake Forest College. <laughs> <laughs> Natalie Maraduino and her ass. <laughs> wow, this is fucking crazy. I love I the way they did your makeup. Natalie. I know, the hair and the makeup was like insane. You look like um, like Sheena, Warrior Princess. <laughs> you look like you're in like an action show or something. Yeah. And this is, I imagine, after months of Photoshop, how did uh, <laughs> no? But how did how similar was this to the? Is it you were telling me about this that like it wasn't even like they don't Photoshop shit, right? No, I mean like my stretch marks are on there. Like my whole body is just like there. Right. So this is it's just like they're so good with the lighting. I mean, you're obviously very pretty too, but they're so good with the lighting. <laughs> no, no, no. Like I literally, for my first photo that I took, I was very nervous. I didn't even. I was like. I don't want to be in the bikini, you know, whatever. And I, I wore a bikini that wasn't too like revealing. Yeah. And then, um, and I was kind of like just shy and not like moving my body and like being free. And they were like, okay, come look at these photos. And I took like the first couple photos and I looked at the monitor and like literally my jaw dropped and my heart was like racing. Cause it was just like, they have, they have screens for lighting and the, literally a leaf blower blowing my hair and everything really? is like perfect to a T to make this perfect wow. photo. But like, even on the monitor, I was like, holy shit. And then I just like ooh, snapped into it. Cause I was like, this is fucking sick jesus christ yeah. i um i actually have some news oh. <laughs> uh if you guys well, that's pretty exciting uh if you want to check your phones i was selected to be on the cover of uh oh. sleep apnea today <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I think we have a, a picture of it right here we can cut oh, to wow. it. i didn't know we had effects like that Jay. <laughs> i didn't know you could just call for shit like that <laughs> nah this is sick what is your what does your friends from your hometown say i haven't shown anybody the what do your ex-boyfriends think you think Oh, God, I don't even want to know. I can't imagine. I can't imagine. You moved out here. You're dating the sexiest fucking guy, probably in, like, Studio City, Sherman Oaks area. And then right. and then you're on – you're in a Sports Illustrated issue. You got fucking – I think people – I I told my friends that I was, like, going to Florida and, like, doing this whole thing, doing the shoot and everything. And they were – people were all, like, very confused. And, and like, the best way They're possible. like, did you win that – Contest. Well, they were like, "How did you? How did you even get? Because there's dying? Only, there's only like. Are you dying? <laughs> is this your make a wish? This is my make a wish. Um, no, but there's only like twenty something girls that are selected for the issue. It's like a very like. There's only twenty girls. Twenty four, I think. So, are you like a full page? What is it? I am. I'm like a part of. So I have my own rookie page because I'm a rookie. It's my first year, so I have a whole like spread dedicated just to me, and then I'll have another few photos. I think there's like three photos. It's crazy. And that's in my little section. You have, I have three photos in the issue. Wait, so you'll be an entire yeah. page? Yeah. You have three photos in the issue. Wow. Oh, wait, I don't know what the confirmed photos right, are. Okay. But you yeah, you yeah. said you're the cover of the issue? Shut up. No. <laughs> uh, and you're dating Dwayne Wade? <laughs> and all the other girls suck? No. <laughs> Just no, the worst no, no, rumors. Jack, no. yeah, this is sick. Congrats. And is it going to have like a little like blurb about who you are and what you're about? Is it going to mention I... me? Am I in a Sports <laughs> Illustrated? No, Am there I was simply like... It's got, you fucking knowing Natalie should change the words. <laughs> Natalie, her own boss. <laughs> <laughs> Moved out to LA to start her own business. No. She calls it DDLLC. Would not tell us what it stands for. But she's so stoked about how it's going. Also, she just started the app Dispo. All by herself. Wow, that's sick. Yeah, what is it going to say about you? I mean, I have no idea. I don't know what anything. It doesn't come out till July. The official issue doesn't come out till July. Oh. They're just announcing me as the first rookie. This is just a little tease. I have some news, too. Oh, oh. yeah. Big news, actually. So, you know, I'm such a big fan of awards. Yeah. Mm. So yesterday 
I went over to my friend Kourtney Kardashian's house, um, and we were just hanging out. Did you steal one of her awards? Yeah, I, I stole one of her awards. Shut up. No, you didn't. I swear Shut to God. Up. I walked out. I, I, was, I, was, I went to her office, and I noticed she had an E! People's <gasps> Choice Award, and it said Keeping Up With The Kardashians on it, and I was like, that would look so cool in my podcast studio. So I just went for it. Wait, are you being serious? Did you know you took it? I'm being dead serious. No, she knows. I I, I told her I was like I'm gonna I'm gonna go because I wanted to not tell her, but I was like I feel so bad. And I was yeah. like, can I just take that? I'll give it back. And she goes, she's like, okay. She goes, fine. I didn't even know it was there. <laughs> <laughs> and then so I went back in and I took it. But what she didn't know is that I took another one. Oh my god, David. <laughs> so when I went back in, I took I took two People's Choice Awards, which is pretty sick. So now I have a total of four. It's a great way to get a guest on the show. Oh they have to come. Back. <laughs> they have to come back and yeah. get. It. I'm gonna start breaking into celebrities homes <laughs> that should be your thing you steal awards this is sick though bro they've won so many people's choice awards too have they right because I mean, it's, it's, e. it's by e, oh, yeah. It's like e. <laughs> right. yeah they, they basically run they probably like print these e. in their backyard yeah, <laughs> um yeah no, this is pretty sick it's cool that i feel like this is worth something yeah oh 100 percent. keeping it's up with the kardashians the best reality show of 2018 does it have a Bitcoin? year what's that one? Oh, 2020 Oh, I have the newest one. I mean, dude, this shit can go for a lot. And then as I was walking out, I also snowed. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like, her dog. <laughs> it's her chihuahua. Our manager, Jack's here. Jack, did you just do coke? <laughs> no, but I have like a runny nose for some reason, so I'm sorry. Talk in the mic. Sorry. <laughs> you imagine if he's Bro. blowing through all your money with coke? Woo! Like he has a crazy cocaine Not habit. only that, but like Jack, like if you want him like for uh, – he's my manager. And if you want him here for a meeting, it takes a little bit. But today we're like, hey, you want to come be on the podcast? He goes, I'm actually right outside. <laughs> <laughs> Seven minutes away <laughs> he literally got That's here crazy. so fucking quick so i was like there's something in the system i'm always here to support you guys david you know that well thank you yeah. dude i wanted to show you this before we even go anywhere okay yo you won't believe this check this out guess who this is sports illustrated whoa <laughs> natalie <laughs> I yeah know, i know i know I don't want to get in trouble, so I don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Whoa, together. I think that's good enough for me. <laughs> My wife loves this podcast. Right, let's just move on. <laughs> um, all right, so Jack's well, congratulations. Here. That's really cool. Jack's here because um, well, we want to talk about, we just launched our app Dispo, which is really sick. Um, quick rundown of it. It's, I mean, the, the reason I, we started the whole thing was because our friends would have disposable cameras at every party. Like every party we'd go to, um, they'd have disposable cameras all throughout the house. And they'd, and they'd urge you to take disposable pictures throughout the night. And then it, at like 4 a.m., they'd come and collect all the cameras. Or like 9 a.m. the next day, they'd come and collect all the cameras. And then they get the pictures developed. And then you saw all the photos from the night before. And it was literally like – it was like the end of the hangover where like you reveal, like you saw all the clips. And it was like everybody was like hungover. Over. Everybody was like throwing up and puking and it was like the funniest thing. And the best part about disposable cameras is like they never ruined a moment, which is so important to me. Um, so yeah, so we wanted to make an app, a social media app where you can take those disposable pictures, but you can share them um, with your friends. And what's so cool about Dispo is that what we wanted to do is now you can, you can take pictures and you can share them into a role. So how that works is let's say you're on a family trip. Your dad can be like, take pictures into the Cabo roll. So all five of you will be shooting pictures into the Cabo roll. 
And, and then in the morning at 9 a.m., you get a notification and everyone sees all the photos from the trip taken from different angles. And no one has to send each other pictures or anything. You guys are all in the same group. And it's also great for like sororities and fraternities that are having parties. And it's like, uh, girls, everyone shoot into the alpha fee roll today. And like you have a party and like every girl in the sorority can be taking pictures under one roll. And then in the morning, it's this cool unboxing experience. Like it's Christmas morning and you could see all the pictures from the night before. And I, and I love that. Um, so I'm super stoked. I'm really really excited congratulations thanks it's, it's huge we've been awesome. working on it for a really long time how long have you been working on it for probably like two years yeah right yeah like a really really long and it was out just as a camera for a while mm-hmm. it was out as a camera right. and then we started talking about we wanted to we wanted people to share roles and then that's when we started doing like investor meetings and then and now yeah. you can have followers on there yeah right you okay. can have followers and then and then it became public that we were doing something and then yeah but yeah i'm super stoked about it we just made a commercial for it which was so fucking fun we started with mark romanak it's like, amazing super talented dude um and in the commercial i have makeup on prosthetic makeup the guy who made my makeup his name is kazu Uh i can't fucking explain how talented this man is it took like six hours to be put into makeup um plus like four hours the day before because i had to like figure out my face or sorry it was four hours like a couple weeks before and um he's just so so incredibly fucking talented he's an oscar award-winning uh special effects artist so he's done he did benjamin button um, he did Zero Dark Thirty that he mm-hmm. won the Oscar for. He did The Grinch, which yeah. is crazy. Because I think he crazy. may have won for. I, I don't know. But I gotta look that up. He may have won. He the did Academy The Grinch, and like so, he put Jim Carrey into makeup every day for six hours, and then to take the makeup off is like another hour, hour and a half. And they would do that every day. They would shoot. It's fucking insane. And we did it one day, and I was just like, How does someone sit here six hours a day just sitting here just to put makeup on? Didn't he like even do like the hair? coming out of your skin oh i mean yeah you see pores it's like it's crazy no it's it's insane and like and the craziest part is the whole thing is like super fucking pricey like Mm -hmm. the whole makeup job was what a little over two hundred thousand dollars yeah a little over two hundred thousand dollars i saw him sorry dan i saw him outside i showed him my dr phil yeah in my hulk hogan (laughs) yeah he dresses up as dr phil and jason's standing outside with kazu he's like look i dress up what did did he say i was debating the moment because i was like but you know what no he'll appreciate this i think Mm -hmm. and then i showed it to him and he was really sweet and he just goes why do you do this (laughs) (laughs) what did you say i said i said "Uh, i i make videos what did he say and he goes oh (laughs) he's like i'm gonna get out of here and and then you know what he said he i swear to god he goes he goes thank you for showing me that (laughs) really like that like he learned something from it well that was really sweet and like even i don't know it was just a crazy crazy process just to watch him work and i felt like super stoked on that yeah david really cried in the commercial those are real tears. Yeah, yeah, that's what I How wanted to kind of Jack dive into. Jack, yeah, Jack was like, yeah. So I had to cry for the commercial. Um, we had a couple takes to do it. Um, so I cried on three different occasions. I think we did well, three takes. Let me, let me just kind of set this up. So we're there. We're in Malibu. We're we're at this small house. It was it was beautiful. The lighting was great. The setup is there. David sits down. And, like, I remember thinking, like, you know, this could be awkward. This could be weird. Oh, my God. Literally. When Mark pitched me the commercial, he's like, yo, mm-hmm. the main shot is going to be you crying. Um, I was like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fuck. So everyone's on a monitor, and we're watching this. And, you know, I'm sitting there. Obviously, Jason and Natalie are there, too, with Dan. And um, it was just fascinating to me because – you're not an actor, right, you know, like, you. and you, <laughs> but you do talk You're about, <laughs> no, you do talk about in a oh, funny way, like David will bring this up sometimes where like, I don't know if you remember saying stuff like this, You're like, what does an actor do? Like, what, what is an actor? Right. Like you've said that before. I'm sure. 
and but even in my in my head i was kind of like yeah like there is kind of a point there like when someone says oh i'm an actor like what does that mean and so the reason i want to bring it up is like that was the first time that i had seen you completely fearless dude it was like whoa yeah oh, it was my gosh. It, yeah <laughs> what a word and i cried <laughs> really 100 percent. well actually no i i got off <laughs> I, got, I got off my first cry and i think that was like the better one um and i was like how'd it go and jack's wiping away his tears <laughs> yeah natalie was kind of like what the fuck jack like, yeah but he like, just got a big right? payday from chipotle <laughs> 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 I, I, I was like obsessed with I was like obsessed with acting. I would like read all up on like actors and like how they cry and stuff. And there's this magazine when I was I think 12 years old. Emma Watson was being interviewed for Harry Potter, and it was like a teeny bopper magazine type thing. And the question was, how do you make yourself cry? And her answer, I I remember it for the rest of my life. I have no idea why it stuck to me, but she's like, she said, um, you just have to think of really some, you just have to think of something really sad and put yourself in that moment. And it was so simple, yeah. but like, but like. That's all it was. And I was just thinking of Emma Watson the entire time. And I was like, that's how I'm going to do this is like exactly what you told me in this magazine. Oh, interesting. Okay. And, um, and, and yeah. <laughs> and, and in the pic- in the, in the yeah. commercial, I'm going through, I'm going through like all the pictures of our friends. And like, I haven't filmed in a while and I fucking miss it. So I literally just, I just like the, there's two people that really made me cry. And it was Jason because I thought of him passing away and i'm being serious i thought of him dying when you were in that chair you literally thought about that i thought of him dying like so so because i imagined it like he's dead and and, like he's gone and then and then and then carly for some reason carly and contro because i haven't seen her in a while i haven't Mm -hmm. seen like six months um and like that that like made me cry too so like seeing all my friends and like those interactions that that's what was making me amazing segue so i on the car on the way home or when i got home from the shoot i just wrote this on one of my on the like the the app, um, the notepad, whatever. And I wrote, Dispo Shoot. I've worked with David for five plus years and I've never seen him do anything that fearless. Wait, you're going to love this. And this is literally what you just said. This is why it's crazy. I cried three or four times. The room full of people it was a mixture of David missing friends, missing parties, missing moments, but most importantly, missing life. 2020 was a year that separated David from his vlog and his friends. The crying was a culmination of a lot of things. I felt David's pain. He wasn't faking anything. He didn't give a shit if people saw him cry. It was fucking magical. You totally did blow on your way here. (laughs) Look, like, that's that's what I wanted to read on the podcast because, like... That's so sweet. When did you write that? Like, literally when I got home, then I'm like, I got to bring this up. Oh, you wrote that home the night you got... Yeah, I was like, I gotta let David know that, like, it wow, was. Wow, I thing. appreciate that. It was cool. Damn, I didn't know that moved you so much. Yeah. <laughs> and then funny. the best part was, I kind of looked at Natalie. I'm like, Natalie, how fucking good is it? And Natalie, I swear, dead ass goes, David knows I don't cry. So. <laughs> 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 like, I was like, oh, well, Natalie's like, I'm gonna go get lunch. I, like, okay. <laughs> I finished my book, mm-hmm. and I had to send it to the people that are written in the book. And that was really... For approval? Yeah. Oh, shit. And, and what's was, your book about? Like, it's a memoir? Yeah, it's like a memoir. It, it's, a, it's just like a funny book about, like, my life. Is it more like a, like a look how I made it? Yeah, it's like my story. Oh. You know, it's like how before I met you, my life before I met you. How many pages? YouTube. I think it's like 270. And the wow. first 250 are just a bloodbath? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It kind of is. Then, like, I had to reread it this weekend, and it kind of is. You like, just started crying? I did. I, I was reading it, and I was like, oh, my oh, God. Shit. I was like, some, some, I can't believe something. I would see, I would read something bad happening to me again, maybe like the ninth thing, and I was like, no way. So you sent it to your ex-wife? 
I sent it to my ex-wife and my dad. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, shit, your dad. Yeah. You talk a lot of shit about your dad. What did he say? He wrote me back. He was like, uh, get rid of chapter two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. he, was, he was really nice about it. The day it. I was born. <laughs> <laughs> chapter two is like childhood, you know? Oh, my God. The first God. chapter is like about like being married and you know having no job. And the second chapter is about childhood, right? So I was fat. I was overweight. My father's really macho. I was a pussy. Shit like that. But it's, <laughs> it's funny. But he just read it and just was just like, no. Wait, wait, wait. Why didn't he like it? Because he was portrayed in it in a He was portrayed way? poorly in it. But but if, like, I, I, I reread it. I had my mom read it. I had my sister read it. And I, like, light him up in it. Like, I'm like, I say, like, how great he is and all his good characteristics. and But he just didn't read that. So then I went back and he I, like. He just read into all the negative stuff. Right? Yeah, he just said, like, you know. He's like, he's like, I didn't abandon you. <laughs> like that. And I was oh, like, I didn't say that. Is that what you put in? No, it doesn't say he abandoned his, me. His hair was beautiful. His eye color was awesome. But he abandoned me. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. And I was like, it doesn't say. It was like a, it was like a fun conversation back and forth. And then Marty was great with it. So, Well, you don't complain about your ex-wife there? Uh, no, I think maybe because she works in TV that she understands like what a story is. So she was okay with it. She asked me to change one thing. Oh, also she has different recollection of how we got divorced because I have like a story in there like what I thought happened. She's like, that's not what happened. Her version is that I cut celery wrong. Like, like celery. like actually. Celery. You know when you get a bag of celery? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You so can. one night I like, I just like op- tore the celery open and I like ripped the pieces out and then I put it back and that that's what she says was. What that I was did. like the last. That, that was the last straw for her. What did you say was for you? Uh, she asked me to leave the office so she could work out. Damn, and that's when you went to go grab the celery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you're like, I'm going to rip this fucker to shreds. Yeah. Oh, wow. So anyways, I thought that was interesting. Am I? Right. Did you write about me? Yeah. Yeah, you're in like three of the chapters. Did you read? You're, you're, you're great in it. Really oh, no, nice. I'm not worried. Yeah, I'm not going to read it. No, <laughs> <laughs> I had all these fucking mean jokes planned at you, but like you can I, say them. It's just going so well. I just I don't even want to do any of these. <laughs> I, I mean, if you want to, just like do them off, do them quick. Dylan has a residency at the Encore, which is pretty ironic because he's never been asked for one. Oh, Ooh. that's like a pretty good one. Bail, bail on these. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> he's not no, taking no. it well. No, 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 we're good, we're good.